Tonight, what I want to do, uh, or this afternoon, uh, is just uh, show from chapter number 9 what the grace of giving uh, does. And so we're going to begin reading in verse number 1 of chapter number 9. For as touching the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you, for I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you, of to them of Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal hath provoked uh, very many. Yet have I sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this behalf, uh, that as I said, ye may be ready, lest haply if they of Macedonia come with me and find you unprepared, uh, we that say not ye should be ashamed uh, in this same confident boasting. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof ye had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not of covetousness. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. And every man according as he had purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message this afternoon. Lord, help us please from your word. In Jesus' name, uh, amen. Uh, in chapter number 8, uh, the beginning part of that, we have the example of the Macedonian church. And uh, Brother Graham uh, did preach uh, from there. Uh, and they, from out of their poverty, first they gave of themselves, and then, uh, then they gave. Uh, and so the amount of money uh, that we have uh, to offer to God is kind of uh, uh, irrelevant when we think, when we think of uh, the fact that God just wants us to participate and have sacrifice and to do that. And of course, Brother Graham had mentioned uh, the widow uh, who put the two mites in and how she gave much more uh, because she gave all that she had, uh, not just from uh, their riches or her riches. Uh, she was poor and God blessed. And so there's a lot of people who probably gave a lot more in those offerings, uh, but we have in the Bible recorded for us uh, what that widow woman had done. And so the chapter number eight really is an explanation of what this grace is. And God wants us to grow in all the graces, uh, not just uh, um, one or two, uh, but the grace of giving. He said uh, back in chapter number eight, uh, that ye abound, verse number seven, therefore as ye abound in everything in faith and utterance and knowledge. And we know that we're to add to these things, uh, different attributes, add to faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge. And, uh, and there are many graces that God wants us to grow in, uh, but one that we fail to grow in the most is the grace of giving. So he gives the example of Jesus Christ himself, uh, who, uh, who uh, in verse number nine, uh, though he was rich, yet for your sakes became poor. Uh, and, uh, and the example is, is that as he gave, who was rich became poor, we who are uh, rich uh, make ourselves poor in this area of ministering grace uh, to those who need it. Uh, and he says there first needs to be a willing mind, but then a readiness to perform it. So as we think of uh, the, from this morning uh, w- that we are willing to communicate, uh, that, that is a good thing, but then it's a performance of it. Uh, we're filling out pledge cards. I didn't know if we were going to do that or not, uh, but we are. Uh, some people have an aversion to pledges. Uh, there's no place on there for your names and, and things like that. Uh, so it can be a more anonymous. It's just what we want. Uh, we want to see uh, um, and be able to add up and be able to plan a little bit. So there was this this grace that he wanted them to abound in, and he explains what that is. Uh, and it's giving from what a man has, uh, in verse number 12 of chapter number 8, uh, that a man hath, and not according that he hath not. Um, if you've been involved in other churches, Faith Promise Missions giving, uh, you have heard everything from 
um, being a conduit. The money comes. You ask God to give you a, a, a figure to what you will, uh, what you will give, and then you trust God that He gives it uh, from heaven through you. Uh, and uh, I've just never looked at it that way uh, in complete, uh, in completion, because it says it's not from something you don't have; it's from something you have. Uh, so you, whatever you, uh, whatever you make, whatever you have. Uh, you pledge from that amount, and this is an explanation of this grace. Then there's a declaration of grace uh, in uh, verse number uh, 19 of chapter number 8. Uh, he says, and not, and not that only, but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace. Uh, so the financial gift uh, is a grace which was administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and a declaration of your ready mind. Uh, so the, the willingness to communicate concerning giving and receiving, uh, the willingness to support faith promise missions giving or grace giving, to get missionaries to the field, to, uh, to serve God, of course, right where we're at, uh, is uh, that readiness. But then the declaration for us uh, is uh, the, uh, the pledge cards, uh, and it's the declaration of our ready mind. We're willing, we're ready, we declare it. Uh, and this is what we're going to do. Uh, and by the way, it says in verse 20, avoiding this, that no man should blame us uh, in this abundance, which is administered by us. And so that word abundance uh, to, to us indicates that the gift that they had given was more of a lavish gift and uh, a bigger gift and not just uh, something. Uh, and, uh, and they were, of course, trying to be accountable uh, as they traveled uh, with all of this. Verse 24, therefore show ye to them and before the churches the proof of your love and our boasting on your behalf. Uh, let me say this because it's not in my notes and I want to go quick. Uh, but one of the things Brother Graham said and uh, Brother Yap said in this last week, as they travel, Brother Yap said, as uh, he said, um, you know, uh, people ask them who you're going to be with. They said, our church. Uh, and they said, oh, that's great. They're a missions-minded church. Uh, so both he and Brother Graham and others who have come in recently have said, this is what your church is known for. Your church is known for missions uh, and uh, loving missionaries. And uh, so there's a part of me uh, that says we need to keep up uh, with that boasting, uh, with that testimony. Uh, we can't be known as a missions-minded church and then not be missions-minded or known for being uh, generous and not continue to be generous. Uh, so there's a part of the pressure uh, in, uh, and it's a good pressure. Uh, some social pressures are good pressures uh, to where we live up to what the, you, the testimony is. Uh, and we want to maintain that. You know, there's, churches can be known for a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. Uh, so being known for being a missions-minded church, uh, that's not too bad. Uh, I'd, I like to be known for that. But um, we have to, uh, our giving shows our, the proof of our love for God uh, and for missionaries, uh, but it's also proof of the boasting. And so let's, uh, um, as a challenge, we need to live up to um, our testimony uh, in that area. Is everybody okay with that? Uh, and, uh, and so part of verse 1 of chapter number 9, uh, when, I, when you're preaching to, when I'm preaching to this church in particular, uh, it seems to be superfluous. Uh, to talk about this because many of our church are involved. Not everybody is. Uh, and what we're trying to do is to get everybody involved with it. Uh, but uh, it's, um, it, it's, it's almost like a waste. It's, it's, you, know, uh, you guys are already, uh, it's like I'm preaching to the choir. Uh, you already know, uh, which is 
also part of the reason why this message is going to be short. I'm hurrying. I'm trying to get done. Uh, and uh, quit, quit uh, interrupting me. Uh, and uh, we'll, get, we'll get it going. Uh, so in chapter number 9, here's what, here's what giving does. In verses 1 through verse number 5 that we read at the beginning of the time, uh, is that our giving, uh, our grace giving, uh, will provoke other people to do the same. Um, one of the ways our church, not just, you know, um, our love for missionaries, the love offerings we give them, and I've demonstrated or gave testimony, I think, during our uh, annual business meeting, uh, that we give more generous love offerings to our guests than, uh, than other people. In fact, uh, uh, to illustrate that, on Sunday morning or Sunday, we had the Yaps with us. Uh, Brother Yap didn't preach. Um, he, uh, he taught Sunday school class, uh, and then they gave uh, their presentation uh, video and gave testimony during the morning service. Uh, and uh, usually uh, uh, Amanda asked me, like, what do we plan to give so she can, you know, not be chasing after checks after the service. And so I think Saturday I, I told her, maybe it was early Sunday morning, uh, for the apps um, to give them $300. Uh, and uh, now we put them up in a hotel uh, because the mission house uh, had somebody in it. And uh, so, um, you know, we spent you know, a good deal on that. And they were between meetings uh, and not our responsibility. Okay, if we're to take the, the tone of, of other churches uh, and say, okay, well, um, you know, we don't need to take care of them. Uh, but we did. Uh, and we, uh, we helped them with all of that. And I said, uh, give them a $300 love offering. $300 love offering uh, for not preaching uh, in a church service. If you've been uh, involved in those types of things, other places, uh, um, that'd be good. I, uh, to illustrate, just recently, um, I traveled um, four hours round trip uh, to, to preach um, a, a meeting uh, for something uh, and, uh, and got 100 bucks. Okay, and uh, so as a love offering, you say you're just complaining. No, I'm 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 trying to give an example. Not every church thinks the way that we think, or does the things that we do. So I had her change it to five hundred dollars. Uh, even I think I did with them. <laughs> Where are you at? Was it all right? Was it five hundred? All right, so I said, adjust it. I said, we'll void the check. Uh, we'll give them 500. Uh, it's just because I didn't, you know, uh, they were in our church and in our church alone for that day. Uh, and, uh, but love offerings in missions or hospitality in missions, uh, it provokes other people to, do, to be better. Um, you have no idea how many churches uh, are working on missions houses in missions apartments because of what we've done here. Uh, at Berean Baptist Church. It's become a model. And, uh, and so it's provoking. People go in there, they write down ideas. Uh, even Brother Graham, because uh, one of his sons, they're building one. So they're just writing down ideas and taking pictures and doing that. It provokes others. Uh, uh, and that is uh, one of the reasons why we should do it. In fact, it just says there, verse number two, your zeal hath provoked very many. Grace giving also does this. It blesses others. In verses six down to verse number 11, God is teaching us about uh, sowing and reaping, uh, and that if we sow uh, a, a bountifully, we'll reap bountifully. If we sow sparingly, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll reap 
uh, sparingly, uh, in that God uh, is able, verse number 8, to make all grace abound towards you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Verse number 11, uh, uh, well, let me just read all the way down. Verse 9, as written, he hath dispersed abroad and hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both ministereth bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. So our giving provokes people. Uh, our giving also blesses people. Um, uh, with, um, uh, well, uh, let's say evangelists and things we have come in. Remember, we're trying to split our faith promise up in weeks, so 52 weeks uh, out of the year. Um, and not every evangelist, not everybody that comes through preaches 52 weeks a year. Uh, and, uh, and so they'll go to a church uh, and get, you know, preach on a Sunday and get $200. Uh, they might preach a meeting and the church blesses them and gives them 1000 If a church gives them a $1,000 love offering, uh, then um, that's usually generous for most churches. Uh, but if a guy's got a family and he's traveling in full-time evangelism uh, and he makes a thousand, and, and if every church gave him a thousand dollars a week, uh, how much would he make in a year? Fifty-two thousand. All right. Now that might go uh, a long way in Nebraska, uh, but in a lot of places it doesn't. And and so that's why we think of those things and try to factor them in. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, we, uh, are, we're a lot more uh, generous to Brother Graham than that. And all of our guests that we've had this, uh, in, uh, this week, and some might get upset, uh, but here's, here's what the bottom line of that is. We cannot give the Lord, and God is, is pleased uh, when we're a blessing uh, to those who are a blessing to us. Our giving blesses others. Uh, it helps them to, uh, to uh, take care of their needs, uh, to be on a field, uh, support their family. And then let me also say this. In our Faith Promise missions, when we give $100 to a missionary, uh, we're really, from my heart, we're, we're really supporting them and not their ministry. Uh, just the way I look at it. You know, um, uh, I feel like we're, we're helping them. So um, even when their ministry, uh, let's say home missions, uh, we've got about 25% of our missions giving goes to home missions. The average church, Independent Baptist Church, only supports home missionaries for one year uh, or three years because they feel that uh, at, certainly after three years, uh, a church will have grown enough to be able to pay their bills and pay their pastor and, uh, and everything else. But it's just not the case. And so we keep home missionary um, families on uh, for a lot longer than that, uh, some for um, more than 10 years or 15 years. Uh, and, uh, and even if they're taking a salary uh, and replacing their missions income uh, and, and the ministry there, uh, we support them uh, because we love them and care for them. Uh, and so even folks like, uh, let's take, for example, the Diomes. Uh, if something happened to Brother Diome, we're doing this with, uh, with, with others. Uh, we'll continue to support uh, their widow. Uh, and uh, not cut them off uh, because they go home to be with the Lord. Your giving, number three, uh, will meet needs and generate praise. Verse number 12 of chapter 9, uh, for the administration of this service not only supplieth the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. So we meet needs and generate praise. Uh, I referenced the, the um, sign-in sheet uh, next door, the book 
uh, for our guests and, uh, and uh, or, uh, for example, I'll get cards in the mail uh, from a missionary or an evangelist, not prayer letters, uh, but just thanking us for, um, you know, going above and beyond uh, in ways to be a blessing to them. Uh, when we can cause other people to be thankful, uh, it glorifies God. Verse number 13, while by this experiment of this ministration, uh, they glorify God for your professed subjection unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and to all men. So our giving provokes others, our giving blesses people, uh, our giving meets needs and generates praise, uh, and also glorifies God. Uh, and uh, for the profession, uh, gospel, this administration, the gospel of Christ, and by way, liberal distribution, uh, God says the liberal soul shall be made fat. Uh, and uh, we need to be uh, liberal in this area and be generous uh, in it, uh, in people, and God is glorified. Remember, everything that we do, in our life is supposed to bring glory to God. Um, that's what we should be about uh, when we go to work. It's to glorify God, uh, glorify God in our families, glorify you know. And it's not just you know uh, like athletes. Bless God! I'm so thankful God made me so talented, <laughs> uh, you know. And I just the best on the field and the strongest and the fastest, and I just glorify God. Uh, and uh, that's glor- still, that's glorifying self. Uh, but uh, but. Uh, to generate praise and glorification for our Savior uh, and our subjection. And and don't miss that in that verse, verse 13. They glorify God for your professed subjection unto the gospel of Christ. Uh, There's the the gospel of Christ that we submit ourselves to in the plan of God. It's all all God works. Uh, We win people to Christ, see them baptized, uh, teach them all things. Uh, We send people to do that. Uh, here and there, abroad, uh, and uh, reaching people. That's the, the subjection. We need to be willing to submit ourselves to God's plan. There's no other plan. And one of the, um, I guess, bad things about independent fundamental Baptists, and there might be more than one, uh, but uh, one of the worst things is how critical we are about how wrong everybody else is but how we don't do what's right. And uh, what good is it to be right uh, and have truth and, 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 and not do it? <laughs> uh, and so, um, if, especially, you know, if you're critical about other ministries or other groups or whatever, uh, be critical. If it deserves criticism and they're teaching false things or whatever, uh, but, uh, but let's, just, let's be sub, uh, in subjection to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and do uh, what uh, we're supposed to do, uh, and to do it well, uh, not just, uh, just to do it uh, to get by. And then down in verse number 14, 15, and lastly, and all God's people said, uh, amen. Your giving unites uh, God's people uh, in prayer, verse 14. And by their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Now, Paul, I always, verse number 15 uh, in this passage of Scripture, I struggle with uh, from uh, an interpretation standpoint in this way. Um, I've always heard it, you know, it's the gift is Jesus. Uh, I've heard, I've even used that Christmas. Thanks be to God, uh, the the gift of salvation. Jesus is our gift. uh, And uh, thanks be to God for this unspeakable gift. And we should be thankful uh, for the gift of Christ. Uh, and uh, for salvation. Uh, and Paul, 
um, many times in the Bible uh, will use doxologies. Like he'll be going on about something, then there'll be a doxology there. But it's usually at the end of uh, a book, uh, not right in the middle of it. So when I read chapter uh, 9 in its context, from 8 into 9 into 10, um, I can't ignore um, where the verse is. And uh, so the previous verse, and this is what I, I hope, um, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to communicate it because I can't even wrap my own mind around how to communicate it. Um, we're thankful for salvation. We're thankful for Jesus. But it says in verse 14, And by their prayer for you, which long after you, for the exceeding grace of God in you. All right. Um, the, grace of, uh, the grace of God in us um, encompasses not just salvation, but the manifold grace of God. The grace that he is speaking about here is the grace of giving. Uh, and uh, everything about the opportunity and the willingness and all of that uh, and, the, and the, the glorifying of God uh, that is taking place and the thankfulness by the subjection to the gospel of Christ. Uh, and, uh, and people pray. People pray for us as a church uh, in gratitude to God and thankful for us. Uh, and uh, because of um, the things that perhaps we've done for them. Uh, or, um, or they hear of that testimony, uh, and I'm thankful that they pray for us. Uh, but uh, the gift of God, the grace of God that is in us is, is, encompasses more than just the Holy Spirit of God. It's all of it. Uh, as, as the grace, uh, everything we do that is positive is the grace of God in us. Uh, it's God working through us. Because left to our own devices, we're, we're, all of us are just train wrecks. All right. Uh, so thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. When you read that, just, um, yes, thank God for Jesus. And thank God for the gift of salvation. But, but be thankful for the grace of God that's in you, the grace that, uh, that helps you with humility, the grace with, uh, that adds to uh, all the other virtues that we're supposed to have. God tells us we're supposed to be long-suffering. I referenced that this morning. Tender-hearted. You can't do that without the grace of God in you. Um, I just, my default uh, my default social um, take on people is I don't like them. All right, that's my default. It's like people are dumb. You know, people are weird. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and if, 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 I think you know me well enough to know I like solitude. I like being on my motorcycle. I like being by myself. All right. And part of that is because I just... Um, by nature, and that's what kept me out of pastoring for a long time, was I just didn't like people. And, uh, and I, now I like them a little better, uh, but not all the way. Uh, but, uh, but what I'm saying is, is that I can't minister to people without the grace of God. Um, because, because we all have our own um, takes on stuff and our own opinions. And, and, uh, and I, am, I have so many opinions and so many, you know, uh, things that are, uh, and, and that I don't share uh, as a common thing with a lot. Not that I don't communicate them, but uh, I'm just different in those ways. Uh, and so I would oftentimes just like, just as soon be by myself. Uh, but that's pretty tough when you're a pastor. All right. And, uh, but my, my point is this, it's the grace of God. It's the grace of God is, we know, therefore the grace of God go I. Right, we know it's all in there. So when you think of that verse, just don't think Christmas and in uh, Jesus in a manger, in the gift that God gave us 
uh, wrapped in swaddling clo- uh, clothes, uh, which is, uh, is, it is, the, is a great gift. But think of it also for the way that God can use you uh, in these ways uh, because of the grace uh, that's in you. Because we, it, we you know, uh, how, many of you, how many of you, if you had more money, you'd spend it on something? <laughs> uh, right? So it's, um, there's never enough, uh, even though we know we're supposed to be content. So to just to say, all right, take what we have and then give it to somebody in this context is difficult for anybody. Even somebody who has a lot of money and especially somebody who has very little money. So the ability to do it is a grace of God. Uh, that's why there's no boasting. Uh, on our behalf and, and uh, in the sense of, look, look what we've done. Um, we let another man praise us. When people come in and say, hey, this church is uh, known for this and thank God for this and, uh, and this is what we hear and, uh, and we should go, yes, that's right and, and, and we're going to even be better. Um, but it, wouldn't it be terrible to think, well, they're mistaken. That's really not how we are. And, uh, and so, so they're, they're, again, as a cheerleader, as a pastor, it's like, let's go. Uh, let's do more. Uh, let's raise our pledges. Uh, let's, you know, let's do it till it hurts. Uh, why? Because, because God's only going to bless it. Uh, and, uh, and it brings thankfulness and praise. Uh, and uh, so your giving provokes others. Your giving blesses others. Your giving meets needs and generates praise. Your giving glorifies God. Your giving unites God's people in prayer. Uh, and thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. I'm done. Let's all stand. Uh, heads are bowed and our eyes closed. I'm like 15, 20, 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. That's shorter than normal. And, uh, and so that's my, another unspeakable gift uh, that I'm giving you today. Uh, but uh, let's just spend some time uh, briefly tonight by way of invitation and, and thanking God for the opportunity to be used of God in this way. Would you do that? As the panel begins to play, let's just thank God uh, for the grace of God in us that allows for us to participate uh, in grace giving.